Hey, this is Pastor Chris Garcia from Numa Church, and we're so glad that you tuned into our podcast today. I pray that as you listen to today's message, God will speak to your heart in a powerful way. Amen and amen. Can we put our hands together for the Lord this morning? All right. Thank you, worship team. And that is the name of our series, the one that we're kicking off today. is called Breathe Deep. Breathe Deep. That's the name of this first series for 2022. And, uh, and why did I call it Breathe Deep? Because sometimes we, we just need to take a fresh breath. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to breathe deep. And uh, you know that as I was getting ready to, to prepare this series of message for the next few weeks, I was thinking of, of what that means. And I was remembering one time that I was preparing a college paper. How many of you guys, when you guys went to college, stayed up late at night drinking coffee, preparing papers and stuff like that? Any of you guys? Were, was I the only one that sometimes, man, it'll be like four, five in the morning and I'm drinking coffee. I'm like, when am I going to get this thing done? And I remember that I had this computer at home. It wasn't the best computer, but it got the job done. And I remember that I had this computer and I was, you know, preparing this paper that I had to turn in. It was like a, you know, 15 page essay and I was working on it and I had to have, you know, things from different books and sources and stuff like that. And just when I was about to finish, the computer froze. Has anybody ever been in a situation like that? That you've been working at it, you've been going at it four or five hours, putting your best thoughts in there, and all of a sudden technology decides not to cooperate with you. Has that happened before? And all of a sudden I'm pressing save, and that thing is not saving. It's stuck. And I'm like, oh no, 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 please, Lord, no, don't let this be happening right now. And you know what you need to do? Those that, that, that have some sort of sense with computers, you know what, uh, Control out delete means, right? It means that you're going to restart the whole thing. And I was like, no, Lord, please. You know, and I tried to figure out whatever it was to try to get that thing running. There was no way I was going to make that thing work. I was about one page away from finishing. It was probably like 4.30 in the morning. And I knew that that was going to take me probably to about 7, 7.30 and go take a shower and go straight to school from there. And I had to press those buttons, control, out, delete. I even know where they are. One here, one here, and the other one here. And I was praying for a miracle. I was like, Lord, let me, when this thing turns on, that the paper will just appear there, you know, once again. It was not there. And as a good man, you know, sometimes guys, you know, we're a special species. I had not pressed save, not once whatsoever, in the whole presentation I was doing. So it wasn't that I was going to start halfway or three-fourths away. It meant that I had to start all over. And at that moment, after I cried, I think I didn't curse because I was already walking with the Lord, you know. But I cried, you know. I thought some things at that moment. I pulled my hair. And then I did this. And I took a deep breath. I breathed deep. And I was like, all right, let's go. We need to do this one more time. And I think that that's what happens to us when we start a new year. As we start a new year, a lot of times there's a lot of things that you didn't accomplish in the last year. 
And now it's like, okay, you're back to January again. I'm like, hold on, I'm not even done with October and November, you know? And now we're starting all over. What do I do? And I think a lot of times when we come to this stage of the year, all we need to do is, all right, Lord, here we go. <laughs> here we go. You're with us, you know? Because I think we get overwhelmed when we think of, oh my God, we got to set goals again. We got to plan again. We got we, 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 we to gotta lose weight again, you know? It's like... We have all these things that are in front of us and, and they can become overwhelming. And that's why this series is called Breathe Deep. Breathe Deep. You see, when I think about breathing deep, I think about the name of our church. The name of our church is Numa. And the word Numa means fresh air, fresh breath, breath of God. It actually means spirit of God. And I thank God for Numa because when things have not gone too good in 2020, 2021, you know what? I could thank God for my spiritual family. I could thank God for you guys. I think this is a season like never before that I've seen the church support one another, be there for one another, really be family one for another. Isn't that what the church is supposed to be? doesn't matter how large we grow. That as large as we grow, we still come together and we still uphold one another, pray for one another, know what we're going through. And that's why I love small groups, by the way. I'm not supposed to talk about small groups today. That's next week, you know, but I'm going to talk about it now. Because when we get too big, we got to find out how we can become small at the same time. And I want to tell you something. That's what small groups is all about. People that know your name, know the situation you're going through. People that could pray for you. So in this series, we're going to talk about Numa. We're going to talk about our spiritual family. We're going to talk about what God wants to do with us as a church in 2022. And, uh, and let me tell you something. I really believe that the only way that we're going to make it in 2022 is if we make God number one, our priority in our lives. And if we stick together, if we walk together, I think that that's the only way to make it in these years and in these days that we are living. I'm so excited for some of the things that, that are going on as we start this year. For example, we are right now, okay, in day number eight of our 21 days of fasting and prayer. Come on, somebody. We've been praying to start off this year. And I really believe that's the only way to start off a year. It's my favorite way to start off a year. You know what? I'm going to seek God with all my heart, and I'm just going to give Him the first. I'm going to give Him the best of what this year has. I'm going to give Him my time. So we've been coming here at 6 in the morning. We haven't had less than 20 people any day here at 6 in the morning. We've had people coming. We've had, you know, great devotionals, great words that we've had. We've been praying. We've been interceding. Okay, and I want to encourage you. Tomorrow we're going to continue, 6 a.m., here in this place, bright and early. Well, not even bright. It's dark and early, you know? And we're here, and it's amazing. Some of us get coffee early in the morning. Right, Renee? If you need to know where to get coffee to come to your 21 days, you go and seek this gentleman that is right here, and he'll let you know what place is open, like at 5.30 in the morning, you know? You can love coffee, don't you, bro? <laughs> so we've been doing that yesterday morning. We were here, so the 21 days of prayer, all right? At noon, we're in social media, and that's been a blessing because we've been able to transmit and connect with people that are not even local. And by the way, for you guys that are here, we have this prayer guide 
that, that we put together, and it's back there. At the end of the service, you could go, you could take one. This is to help you, all right? This is uh, different types of prayers. It has the Lord's Prayer, it has Tabernacle Prayer, it has the Prayer of Jabez, Warfare Prayers, all different types of prayers to help you learn to pray because many people don't even know which are the right ways that we could go ahead and pray. One of the things that is going on here in Numa that I could just say, Thank you, Lord. I could take a deep breath. It's those 21 days of prayer. Another thing that happened this week was Numa night. Numa night was amazing on Wednesday. We had our first Numa night since baby live since 2020, probably like February or March 2020, something like that. And I know that we did a few of them online, but here and guys, let me tell you, the Holy Spirit was here. The Holy Spirit was here. There was prophetic words that were given. There was healing that was manifested. There was prayers that are being answered. So I'm very excited about that. I'm also excited about this coming Saturday. This coming Saturday, guys, we're going to have a finance seminar, all right? A financial seminar. And we want you guys to go ahead and sign up. And who's that for, Pastor? Everyone. Because <laughs> we all need help with our finances. Even if you think you got it down packed, you can still get better at your finances. Let me tell you, finances is one of those things that if you don't take control of it, in just a few days, a few weeks, a few months, all of a sudden you're back in a jam again. So this finance seminar, we're going to do it this Saturday from 9 to 1 o'clock. And I want to encourage you. It's completely free. All right? But we're going to be giving you some great tools. There's going to be different types of workshops. Workshops from how to get out of debt to how to build a budget to how to start your first business. All right, different things that are going to be going on. How to prepare for when your kids are going to college and have a college fund. Because let me tell you, college is expensive. All right. And we got to get ready. How to prepare for the day that you die. Because a lot of us think, oh, I'm going to go to heaven. Yeah, but your family has a great bill to pay now. You know, it's like never prepared for that. So we're going to be giving you all these tools. Sign up for it. At the end, you can go out there to the information center. And say, man, I want to be part of that finance seminar. By 1 o'clock, I'll have you out of here. But it's going to be a blessing. I know that. So, as I'm thinking about breathing deep and thinking of the word pneuma and what we mean and, and the meaning of the... I think of what my Apple Watch sometimes tells me. Sometimes I'm sitting down and the other day it was so funny. I was very stressed out because of something that was going on. And all of a sudden, I felt that there was like text coming in. And when, when I looked at my watch, it said breathe. And I was like, who told my watch that I was getting stressed out right now? I almost got mad at the watch. <laughs> Throw it down at the floor. No, it costs a lot. You know, it's like these Apple watches, man. It's like, breathe. Now, you know what's funny? I breathe normally. I don't need a watch reminding me to breathe. Actually, you know that it says that a, a, a normal person takes about 22,000 breaths a day? You don't think about it. 22,000 breaths a day. You're breathing right now as I'm talking to you. And I'm breathing as I'm talking. I don't need a watch telling me to breathe. But sometimes, in the middle of the craziness that we're living, right, Andy? Well, all we need to do is just put everything aside and just say, All right, Lord. You got this. I got this. All right. Let's go. Let's, let's do it. And... And today's message, I've titled it, Here We Go Again. The series is called Breathe Deep, 
Because here we go again. Here we go again. We're starting another new year. And it's a blessing that God gives us a new year, new opportunity. I, I want to tell you some things right now. Forget about 2021. Forget about you, what you didn't accomplish in 2021. I want you to start dreaming for 2022. Because if you continue looking back on your life, you know what happens if you drive looking backwards? You're going to crash. If you walk looking backwards, you know what's going to happen to me, right? I'm trying to look by the corner of my eye here. You're going to trip with everything that's in front of you. And if you continue looking back of what was done, what wasn't done, hey, you know what? We celebrate the victories, 2021, what we did. We mourn the defeats, but we have a new opportunity that's in front of us right now. And it's called 2022. And you might be here today and it's like, okay, pastor, what's the word for 2022? What has God shown you for 2022? Well, I'm going to speak to you about that in this series. In these next few weeks, I'm going to speak to you different things that, 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 that I see in the spirit and things that God wants to do even with us as a spiritual family. And today I want to share with you a message, okay, that actually comes from one of my pastors, Pastor Larry Stockstill. And Pastor Larry, there's a few pastors that he's mentored and he's discipled. And, and at the beginning of the year, he, he, he gathered and he sent out a word. He goes, listen, I feel that this is pressing on my heart. And when I read that, I was like, man, this guy just put words to what I've been feeling in my spirit. And I, and I want to share this with you today because I think it's really going to be a blessing for you. And I'm going to speak to you guys today. Why? Because here we go again. We're starting another year. I want you guys to go with me in your Bibles to the book of Revelation chapter 22. Some of you guys, oh man, if we're going to start by Revelation, this is going to be good, you know. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Revelation 22, that's right, because we got to put our eyes on heaven. Man. Revelation 22, we're going to read verse 1 and 2. All right? And look what the Word of God says. It says, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal. Flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. Also, on either side of the river, the tree of life, with its twelve kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit for each month. The leaves of the trees were for the healing of the nations. Okay, so you read that. And you're like, okay, pastor, what does that have to do with 2022? Well, it says here that the tree of life that is there next to this river in heaven, pay attention, it yields fruit one for each month of the year. And what I want to tell you for 2022 is that 2022 is going to be a miracle a month. A miracle a month. I don't want you to focus on what's going to happen in September, October, or November of 2022. You know what? Let's knock down January first, you know? And after we knock down January, okay, Lord, what do you have for us now in February? Because if you're going to try to focus on September, October, November, you're going to go crazy the way things are going right now. You know what, Lord? Show me what you have for me now. 
Lord, what do you want me to do now? This is a different word than I've given every other year because every other year I give a word for the year. But I'm like, this year I'm like, you know what? Let's take it a day at a time. Let's take it a week at a time. Let's take it a month of a time. It says here that the tree would bear fruit one for each month of the year. Now, isn't this interesting that this is in heaven and there's no time in heaven? And there's no calendar, there's no dates, but since God is trying to communicate to us in a language that we would understand, what God is trying to say, hey, listen, I got this covered. And it says that the fruit of the tree is for what? For the healing of the nations. What do the nations need right now? Oh, they need healing. <laughs> the nations need healing. Physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing. And I really, really believe that this is what God wants to do in this year. And I want to tell you that there's five areas of breakthrough that you should look for as we go on in this year. And these are the five areas of breakthrough that I'm going to ask for the Lord each month in my family. What are those five areas? Well, we're going to di dive into this. Number one, all right, children. Those that have children that are in this place, Get ready, because I really believe that God wants to give you breakthrough with your children in 2022. Number two, finances. And I've had this word in my spirit since the year started. I really believe that this is a year where God wants to bring financial restoration to many of you guys that are here, or many of you guys that are, that are watching. Another one is emotions. A lot of people, because of everything that we've been going through, the emotions are all over the place. People are going crazy and falling in, into depression and all these things. I really believe God wants to heal your emotions in 2022. Relationships is the fourth one. I really believe that God wants to get into your relationships in this year. And, and, and bring restoration and healing. And, and, the, and the fifth one is your calling. Calling. Say with me, calling. Calling. All right. So the message that I'm going to share with you this morning comes from Psalm 112. Psalm 112. And we're going to go into Psalm 112, and we're going to look at this real fast. And we're going to look at each of these five areas real fast here. And we're going to let the Holy Spirit just bring this home. Psalm 112, it starts with these words. It starts with the word, blessed is the man. Now, that's identical, all right, to Psalm number one. Psalm number one also starts with the words, blessed is the man, all right? And it describes a man that is like a tree. And when it's talking about a man, okay, it's talking about not just the male, you know what I'm saying? It's talking about us. And it describes us as people like trees, listen to this, that are well-rooted, okay, by streams of water. Remember that we're talking about the tree of life that is next to the river of life and it produces fruit. God wants you to produce fruit in 2022, but you need to be well-rooted. You guys know what I'm telling you? Okay, you can't just be living off the emotion, off what they tell you in the news, off what your friend tells you, off your Twitter, Twitter feed. You can't be living off of that. All right, you need to be well-rooted because the Bible says, blessed is the man. Now let's read, okay, starting in verse 1 of Psalm 112, it says, praise the Lord. That's the way it starts. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. 
His offsprings will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He, is, he has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. What amazing blessings in that song. And we're going to look at some of the blessings that it, that, that it mentions here. Number one, write this down. Those of you guys that are taking notes. It talks about a miracle of children to experience a mighty breakthrough in their lives and walk with God. Look at what the scripture says. It says his offspring. What is his offspring? His children. Those that have children that are here. If you're watching, you have kids. Will be mighty in the land. How many parents do I have here this morning? Hey, how many parents want what's best for their kids? Right? None of us here as parents are like, oh man, I, you know, I hope the worst for this guy. You know, it doesn't matter how bad he is or how travies or whatever. Right? Like, oh man, I want him to go bad. You know, <laughs> you want them to be blessed. And look how powerful this is. It says his offspring will be mighty in the land. Isn't it funny that the first blessing that it mentions has to do with children, has to do with the kids? That's powerful. I see that because often that's thought of it as last. You know, it's like, okay, first, you know, my wife and, you know, my finances and this and that. And then the kids fall, fall, fall somewhere in there. But, but we must come to the point, listen to what I'm going to tell you, that we must believe that God is after the heart of our children. Parents that are here, God is after the heart of your kids. I want to tell it to you like this, and this is a conversation that my wife and I often have. You see, we've already made decisions in life. We have our convictions. We know where we're standing. And we see what's ahead of down the road, and it's kind of scary. And we pray for our kids. And we say, Lord, let these kids love you with all their hearts. Let them go after you. With all their hearts. And one of my prayers for my kids is, Lord, do not let them look to the right or to the left. Because I know that there's going to be a lot of things that are going to try to distract them down the line. But let them have their eyes completely upon you. And this blessing, I love it because it says here that his offspring, who? Whose offspring? Well, it says here that it's the man who fears the Lord and greatly delights in his commands. So guys, it starts with us. If we're going to talk about our children being blessed, it starts with us being that example. It starts with us being those that they can point to and say, you know what? I remember when my dad made this decision. I remember when my mom was praying in this moment. It starts with us being that example for our children. 
I remember being a youth pastor for many years and I would have parents come and tell me, oh, I want this for my kid and I want my kid to do this and to do that. And I would have painful conversation with those parents and I was like, they're not seeing it at home. How can you ask to have this if they're not seeing it, they're not experimenting it? It starts with us. Say, it starts with me. Say, say it starts with me. Because a lot of us are good at pointing fingers and looking at it was that thing, it was that thing. Oh, no, is that a, I was born on the wrong side of the railroad, you know. And the, no, 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 no. <laughs> 2022, don't give me any excuses. Let's go. Let's go. Breathe deep. Let's go. We're at this again. We need to move forward. All right. So number one, miracle of children to experience mighty breakthrough. I really believe God wants to give our children godly character. I think God wants to establish our kids in the house of the Lord. I want to see this place filled with young people loving God with all their hearts. Starting from very young. Loving God. The word of God here in their hearts. Number two. Miracle of finances to experience amazing breakthroughs. Look what verse three says. It says wealth and riches are in his house. Wealth and riches are in his house. I want to say it to you like this. God is giving and Satan is stealing. God is giving. Satan is stealing. God gives. The enemy comes to rob. He comes to steal what you and I have. He always wants to take away from us. And, and I want to tell you something, church. This is important. The calling for you and me as sons and daughters of God is not just to get by financially. This is important. Because a lot of us are like, oh, we paid the bills. We got by. We got by this month. No, no, no. I want to tell you something. God has more in store for you than just getting by. He wants you to be healthy financially. God doesn't want his children in debt. Okay? Debt is not from God. <laughs> oh, but pastor, is that, you know, they told me that because of my good credit, you know, I could get this credit card and I could do this and then I could pay back 18 months from now interest free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how many people actually get to knock that down in those 18 months? Because usually what we do is we send what? The minimum payment. Because we're just getting by. That's not what God wants for you. God wants you to be healthy financially. God wants you, listen to what I'm going to tell you. God wants you to be spiritual givers instead of bowers. That's what it says there. That they give. God wants you to give in 2022. God wants you to be generous. Listen to this. We do not just want wealth. We want to make a difference in this world. We want legacy. I don't just want wealth. You know what I want? I want legacy. I want my wealth, whatever I have, to make a difference in this world. And like I said it in a series I said last year, I want my giving to show up in heaven. Whatever I do, I want it to show up in heaven. What does that mean? That it's making a difference for eternity. Come to the finance seminar. I'm not just putting this seminar because I have nothing to do, all right, between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. Actually, I have to rush out of here because there will probably be a basketball game right after that. 
have the coach right there. So you have to check that. We don't even have the schedule yet. So I just threw that out there. <laughs> All right? Miracle of relationships, number three. To experience healing and unity. This is very important, guys. Verse number four says, He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. Can you say that with me? I am gracious. Can you say that? I am gracious. Say it with me. I am gracious. I am merciful. I am righteous. This is important. This is who you are in the Spirit. And why am I telling you this? Because this is the way that we're going to behave and act in our relationships. Let me tell you something, church. 2020, 2020 and 2021, I've seen Satan destroy so many marriages. I've seen Satan destroy so many ministries. I've seen Satan destroy so many long-term relationships. But I want to tell you that in 2022, God wants to restore relationships. Those things that the enemy came to steal and destroy, God wants to what? Restore. Say with me, restore. God wants to restore those relationships. And he's going to give you the character of what? He's going to give you the character of grace, mercy, and righteousness. Why? So that you could go and restore. I want you guys, church, to believe that 2022 is going to be a year of miracles, of restoration. That's one of the fruits from that tree. Miracle of restoration. And if anybody here lost a relationship in 2020 or 2021 because of pressure, because of stress, because all of a sudden husbands found themselves at home <laughs> for two months, three months, six months, and the wife is like, when is he leaving? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, he's here. <laughs> he's not going anywhere right now. <laughs> but people didn't know how to deal with that stuff. And some things got really bad and got really ugly. And my wife and I got calls during the pandemic. It's like, man, we thought these people were way over there. And now they're way over here. And what in the world happened? God wants to restore so, Father, I speak restoration over broken relationships. Whatever the enemy came to kill, steal, destroy, whatever he came to do, we declare, my God, that you restore and you return those that were from you. Because whatever is from God overcomes the world. And I declare that right now in Jesus' name. The fourth, the fourth blessing Miracle of emotions to become stable. Miracle of emotions to become stable. Look what the verse 6 and 7 says. Worship team, you guys can start coming up. For the righteous will never be moved. Wow. The righteous will never be moved. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. Let me tell you that that's one thing I'm praying for myself this year. Oh, I don't want to be afraid of bad news because my heart is firm. My heart is firm in who? My heart is firm in God. No matter what news come your way, oh, I'm going to be standing firm. You see, the news cycle 
has sown fear into the hearts of people. You know that I don't even turn on the news anymore? Fake news, fearful news. I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm into good news. I'm into encouraging people. I'm here into building people up, not tearing down. Oh, I have faces coming. Lord bless them. I have faces coming to my mind right now as I'm talking. I have names coming to my mind. Lord, just bless them. But God is going to restore, listen, a sense of peace, a sense of calm and well-being in the heart of those that have been fearful. I speak God's shalom, God's complete peace, absolute peace over your heart. If you've been fearful and stressing out, I speak peace right now because it says here, they will trust. They will trust. And I want us to do what in 2022? Trust in the Lord with all our heart. And lean not to our own, what? Understanding. That's Proverbs 3, 5. Don't lean on your own understanding. You know what? Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Society is unnerved right now. People are going crazy. You, you see people buying stuff that they don't even need. The other day I went to Publix. I'm looking for Gatorade and the shelves were... No Gatorade. I'm like, I know where I can find this Gatorade. I'm going to go to Sedanos. You know, Sedanos, my Cuban people. And I go to Sedanos, and the Cuban guy is like, Chico, you know, I've Gatorade aquí hace dos meses. I haven't seen Gatorade here like in two months, man. It's like, what happened to the Gatorade? Like, people just started buying Gatorade. I'm like, why? I'm like, I don't know. It's like, my kids play, you know, I need Gatorade, you know. But you just started getting stuff that you didn't need. Because when you become fearful, you're like, I might need this. <laughs> yeah, I, I might need this down the line. And all of a sudden, you go to your pantry three years later. It's like, why did I ever buy this? It's like, nobody ate it, you know? Come on. You're like, they're like, oh, man, how does pastor know what's happening in my house? <laughs> no fear. Healing to your emotions. And the last one. Miracles of calling to fulfill your highest purpose. Miracle of calling to fulfill your highest purpose. Verse 9 says, He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. You have given freely. What did Jesus say? What you've received freely, give freely. What God has given you, Give to others. You see, the first four blessings, the blessing of children, finances, relationships, and emotions, prepare you for the reason of being blessing. And what is that? That you and I might fulfill our calling, listen to this, listen to this, of changing the world through our lives. God wants you with blessed kids, with blessed finances, with blessed relationships, with blessed emotions, so you can make a difference. I always end up in the same point. I don't know how I always land the plane on the same point. God wants you to make a difference in this world. And 2022, man, we're going to make a difference because the Bible says, arise and shine for your light has come. 
Anybody receive that this morning? So how are we going to change the world? Oh, we're going to get ready to change the world. We're going to get ready to change the world. One at a time. Ivan gave me a dolphin shirt that says one at a time. I told my wife, man, I love that slogan. Because we focus on too many, man, you get just one at a time. Today we start step one of our growth track. Some of you are like, hey, pastor hasn't spoken about growth track. Oh, here we go. <laughs> step one starts today. Find out how you can make a difference in this world by finding out the way that God wired you. Do your growth track. Step one, step two, step three, step four. Knock it down in January. The other day I was talking to somebody that started their growth track back in 2017. And like, Pastor, I'm still messing step three. I'm like, my God. <laughs> I was like, bro, sit down, man. I'm going to give you step three right now. Man. I was like, I'll give it to you, bro. Let's do it, man. This world needs what you have. This world needs what you have. Don't rob this world of what God has given you. And Paul quoted this verse. He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. He quoted that when in his great missions chapter in 2 Corinthians 9. So the question that I have for you as we close, what is your calling? What is your purpose? Do you know? What's your passion for this world? Are you doing it? You that are watching, are you walking in that passion? I could preach to you guys till 6 o'clock tonight without a problem. Why? Because this is my passion. Building God's people. What's your passion? I want you to close your eyes right there where you're at. And with your eyes closed, I have a question that I want to ask you. And I want you to be honest about answering this in your heart. Have you allowed family issues, financial issues, relationship issues, or emotional issues stop your calling and purpose? I want you to meditate on that for a second. Have you allowed the storm around you to derail you from your purpose and your calling? And today, I want you to breathe deep. I want you to breathe deep and say, okay, Lord, here I go again. Let's go. Let's do this. Thank you, Jesus. I still believe you're speaking. God, I believe you're working. All things for good. I fix my eyes on heaven. God, I receive your vision. I still believe you're working. All things for good. I still believe you're I still believe you're speaking.
right there where you're at with your eyes closed and head bowed. If there's any of these five areas that I just mentioned to you today that you need to surrender to God, I just want you to take a moment right there and say, Lord, my children, I give you my children. Lord, my finances, my emotion, my relationships. Lord, my calling, my purpose, I give it to you. I want to start off in 2022 the right way, Lord. And I'm not going to fret. I'm not going to walk in fear. I'm going to take it a month at a time, Lord. I'm going to breathe deep and just start walking and knowing that you are with me and that you will not put me to shame and you will not leave me alone. So, Father, I pray for everybody here right now, everybody that is watching through that camera. Thank you, Jesus, because they're precious to you. I pray that you would bring restoration, Lord, to any of these areas. In a special way, Lord God, I speak restoration over emotions, Lord. I speak mental health right now, Lord God. In Jesus' name, Lord, I speak mental health, stability in the thoughts, Lord. I declare, my God, that these sons and daughters of God would take captive every thought that comes into their mind to the obedience of Jesus Christ. I speak healing over emotions. I speak, Lord God, that they're going to be able to trust again. Trust you, Lord, because you are good. You are good, Lord. And right there where your eyes closed and head bowed, there's people today that have not invited Jesus into their heart. You've not started a relationship with God through Jesus. You might say, well, yeah, I know that. I'm going after God. I'm trying. That's why I'm here. Well, that's great. And that's awesome that you're coming and that you're here and that you want to try. But I want you to take it one step further this year. And what's that? That you could become a son or daughter of God. How do I do that? Well, you do that through Jesus. If you invite Jesus into your heart, if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says that all your sins will be forgiven. And you become a son or daughter of God. That is the gift of eternal life. Not only that, the Holy Spirit is given to you as a deposit. You have the Spirit of God come and live inside of you. Why is that? So that he can help you live the life that God has for you from this moment on? So if today you're here, you're watching, and you say, Pastor, I want to make that decision. I want to lead you in a prayer right now. And I want you to make this prayer with me from all your heart, with all your heart. You can repeat with me, Lord Jesus, today I make the decision of inviting you into my life and receiving you as my Lord and Savior. Today I repent for my sins. Everything that I've done, that has offended you, God. Today, I ask you for forgiveness. And I ask you that your sacrifice on the cross would wash me from all those sins. I declare right now, Jesus, that you come into my life and you become my Lord and my Savior. And I become a son or daughter of God. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. And allow me to live the life that you have for me.
from this moment on. In Jesus' mighty name. And we all say, Amen. And amen. Let's give the Lord a big round of applause this morning, church. Thanks again for listening. If you liked what you've heard, subscribe to our channel and share it with others. Now, for more content from NUMA and to connect with us, visit our webpage at numachurchmiami.org. We love you and we hope to connect with you soon.